0: Pod Save the Queen.
1: Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen. We are on coronavirus lockdown. I don't know what number day it is because all of the days feel a little bit the same. I'm your host, Anne Gripper. I am joined on the line by Daily Mirror royal editor Russell Myers, also working from home as we get through all of this strange and uncertain times. Russell, lovely to talk to you again.
0: And you, hello.
1: So, um, we were intending this week to do something sort of coronavirus-free, if we could, and we are still doing that, so there will be an episode all about the royal family's relationship with Ireland and also William and Kate's recent visit there, obviously, which is going to be great. So I'm excited to, for you to hear that. But obviously, yesterday, huge news when Prince Charles, heir to the throne, tested positive for coronavirus. Russell, what is what is the latest? Tell, talk us through yesterday. What do we know? How's it unfolding? And how is the Prince of
0: Wales? Well, yeah, let's start with that then. Um, yeah, he, we've been told he's recuperating well. He hasn't been bedridden or anything, but he was feeling under the weather, uh, probably last uh, the weekend just gone. So, um, you know, I mean, this was a major, major point in uh, the coronavirus sort of drama that's going on. And um, just as we were thinking that the Royals hadn't been up to much or that we hadn't heard much from them, um, up popped this news at about 10p, probably about at uh, half past 10 on Wednesday morning that uh, certainly the Prince of, Prince of Wales had tested positive for coronavirus. And I think probably he's the biggest name in the world to, to get it right now. So it's an inescapable fact that, of course, now we're talking about it.
1: So there'd been talk earlier in the week that Prince Albert of Monaco had had tested positive as, the, I think, the first royal, possibly, um, to be pos- to be tested and confirmed positive. And we, talk- we talked about this a lot last week about how you know coronavirus is inescapable everybody is everybody's people at the end of the day and and the royal family are not immune to illness
0: no well, well, well exactly this, like nobody is immune. Um, it is completely uh, without discrimination, and um, it seems as though you know there was a lot of fears to be honest, when Prince uh, Albert of Monaco tested positive. This meeting was at in uh, London at a Water A charity event, um, and you know looking at the pictures, uh, Prince of Wales and Prince Albert of Monaco were sitting opposite each other pretty much and about 5 days later um, Prince Albert of Monaco tested positive with the virus now Charles was feeling well up until that point uh, we understand he left he well he, he carried out a prince's trust meeting with a, a load of celebrities in London on the 11th then on the 12th he did an investiture at, um, at Buckingham Palace and that is the last time he saw the queen as well so that was on Thursday the 12th He had a face-to-face meeting in the morning with the Queen. Then with Camilla, uh, they went up to the Gloucestershire estate of Highgrove. So that was Friday the 13th. So that's two weeks ago. This is two weeks ago, right? So the incubation period, according to the World Health Organization, is anything from two days to 14 days. Now we are told that Charles didn't start feeling mild symptoms until the weekend just gone. So around the Saturday, sort of Sunday. Sunday they were due to go up to Burke Hall anyway. They went up to Burke Hall in Scotland, which is a bit shaky to be honest, because obviously the government in our country, many countries around the globe, has said if you are suffering symptoms, you are not to go anywhere, you are to stay put, you are to try and self-isolate. Um, to try and, you know, reduce this huge surge of infection that is ongoing throughout the globe. Now, Clarence House, for what it's worth, has said that his symptoms were so mild it didn't cause any, uh, you know, cause for concern. Um, but it was of such cause for concern on the Monday that he was tested for coronavirus. The results came back on Tuesday. And then, of course, the announcement was made yesterday. Now, I'm sure that the doctors that, or medics that, saw him uh, to test him for the virus were frantically working out whether this was sort of the onset of the virus or whether it had um, he'd he'd picked it up uh, uh, later, which would have put the Queen in um in a very precarious position had she had she have got it one would, one would assume
1: and i think it, it is interesting the whole um you know them choosing to go to scotland even if prince charles was already feeling unwell you know certainly the government advice that has been confirmed i can't remember exactly in the time frame possibly on monday actually telling people you know don't go to your don't go to your second home if you have one your there's country
0: retreats yeah yeah exactly that. there's a lot
1: of a lot of people understandably wanting to get out of the cities where people are more densely is more densely populated, people's homes are potentially smaller. And if you have, you know, if you've got a, a mobile home by the beach, it would be it would be nice to go stay in your caravan. Um, is probably what a lot of people have been thinking. But people have been specifically told, you know, stay in your main in your main home, because that is likely to be where there is the infrastructure best set up to to look after you and there's enough strain on the infrastructure already. So, as you said, slightly questionable then going up to Scotland. And then the other thing that has caused a little bit of um, questioning among some people, because obviously there's there's a huge demand at the moment for coronavirus tests and who actually gets tested for it is such a hot potato and you know people saying that why aren't why aren't doctors and nurses and care care workers getting tested sort of really routinely but prince charles does get
0: tested yeah of course and i, I think that is a valid point uh, certainly that we were told that they met the criteria i mean let's let's deal with this issue first because i think this is you know quite a big issue that have people have rightly questioned as to why there are tens of thousands of frontline health workers uh, in the country who can't access tests and are still going to work they are you know working very very dangerous and precarious environments that still haven't been tested. Now, the fact that he went up to Scotland, uh, we were told that the that they met the criteria. That was the exact language that was used. Now, on the NHS Scotland website, it actually says that most people will only have a test if they present severe symptoms and are in hospital. Now obviously there are certain anomalies. The only thing I can say that Clarence House said is they met the criteria, they were assessed because of their age. And then obviously taking into account that um the the the, the guidelines state if you are over 70 and you have underlying health conditions, then you will probably be tested for the virus. Now obviously uh Clarence House and Buckingham Palace haven't got into the the and wherefores of um of underlying health conditions of Charles Camilla or any members of the royal family but i think reading between the lines um you know it, they they there may be um you know a consideration that was taken into effect and certainly for what it's worth the uh chief medical officer of Scotland has spoken uh, out on this uh, very point and saying that um she, you know, she, 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 she did imply that these conditions were met.
1: So, well, the good news, obviously, is that he is not feeling too terrible with it certainly at the moment and we hope that he has a speedy recovery do we know what well what do we know about what he is doing now and camilla and i guess the even just the setup generally for royal households you know is if he is now self-isolating he is a person who would normally probably be helped to get dressed by someone or you know does someone is someone putting the toothpaste on his toothbrush for him normally and probably quite often have being served dinner by people you would imagine um are they just doing like a, a dead drop at his bedroom door so that nobody's touching anything and then picking it up in hazmat suits afterwards
0: yeah very i mean maybe not the hazmat suit I mean, <laughs> uh, up, at, up at burke hall they've got about six staff um so i mean it's a it's obviously on the Balmoral estate but a, you know still a very be- beautiful grand uh residence but um it's it's a, it's obviously smaller than High Grove. They have a small amount of staff there. Now, when these test results came back, uh, Charles went into strict self-isolation straight away. So he's staying in sort of one wing of the house. I imagine Camilla is at another. She has been tested for um, coronavirus as well. Again, she's over 70. She's 72 years old. There may have been underlying health conditions that were considered. That's why she had it. Certainly, she's in pro- close proximity to Charles as well, who had the tested positive. But um, the staff who are there are now isolating on the on the estate as well. So uh, they will be living there as as long as Charles and Camilla are there as well. In terms of how he is, I mean, they've said, Claire, I spoke to someone at Clarence House today who's said, yeah, he's been very, very upbeat. His symptoms were mild. He wasn't uh, bedridden. He wasn't necessarily distressed about um, coming down with the virus. And the doctors have worked it out from his symptoms to say that he, they, they believe, they're very confident that the fact um, his earliest point of infection or where he was infectious was March the 13th. Now, I'm sure this was a few calculation. There was a you know, probably a, a bit of worry, whilst they were making these calculations, because obviously he had met the Queen on the 12th. Um, however, he's he's okay. He's sitting at his desk today. He's uh, writing to charities. He's been writing to the farmers and the stakeholders of the Duchy of Cornwall, who are obviously um, out out of work like a like a lot of other people in the country. So. As far as we're concerned, he's doing all right, um, and he'll be he'll be in self isolation for for 14 days whilst he uh, makes a full recovery.
1: Do we know about any particular measures that are being taken at, with, at Windsor as well, where the Queen and Prince Philip are there? We had two bits of breaking news in in last week's show. We had the news that Prince Philip had been helicoptered over to spend the isolation essentially the quarantine period with the queen at windsor and then also that statement from the queen which was her sort of first official message around this that was released to on social media and and to the press um so do we do we know how the windsor household is dealing with it all
0: Certainly, that's that's a reduced staff as well. Um, it's only the Queen and uh, Duke of Edinburgh there. They they aren't self isolating, but are isolating, which means that they aren't necessarily going outside. They're really restricting their uh, the, their social interactions, social distancing at all times if possible. Like you said, that the Royals have uh, come into close quarters with their staff. People have helped them in all manner of things throughout the day, serving dinner, putting them to bed, I imagine, but. Um, they are going to stay there well beyond the Easter period, it would seem, and so the uh, both the um, Duke of Edinburgh and the Queen would go over there up until Easter. But because of you know we're on lockdown, that doesn't show any signs of slowing down, and certainly that the you know the EU um, Contagious Diseases Association are saying that this is probably not going to be dealt with before the end of the summer. So I would imagine that we won't see. Uh, the queen who's obviously 94 next month and and uh, prince philip at, at 98 they that i i can't see them moving anytime soon to be honest
1: garden parties obviously already postponed and cancelled i think you know the, the various flower shows that we would often see the royals turning up at they they've got you know the 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 summer calendar you know talk about what's going to happen to Wimbledon and all of the things that we normally look forward to in the summer are kind of gone and to be honest at the moment all of us would just we don't need we don't need any of that we just need people to get through happy happy and healthy and then to be allowed out of our houses and that will be pure joy I think
0: well, you're right, Look, I mean, life is is very, very different over the last couple of weeks uh, for an awful lot of people, and things like you know the European Football Championships, Wimbledon, the Olympics. We're looking forward to an amazing festival of sport across the summer. There was hopefully it would be a better weather than we had last year. It wasn't that great, was it? But um, I think life is not going to get back to normal for quite a while, and you're you're. Bringing that back to the royal family, you're seeing how they are actually sort of uh, working it out themselves. You've got the Queen at Windsor. Obviously, Charles is now in Scotland. Um, William, Kate and the kids are at Anne Hall in Norfolk. And there are obviously things being put in place because what if Charles was ill? I mean, imagine the sort of headaches it would cause. Um, from a constitutional point if the Queen was ill as well and how many people would have to be alerted for that. One of the points that was made to me yesterday, which is also quite interesting and, and probably the most clear cut out of everything, is the reason why they were tested and the reason why that took place at Burke Hall rather than in the hospital is because the very fact remains. So let's say he suddenly develops really serious symptoms well, the amount that he would travel with—you've got the, you know, personal protection officers. You've got the staff. Um, whether Camilla would go with, to the hospital with him as well? Obviously, the security aspects of that—they'd need to ring ahead. He would he have a private room, depending how seriously uh, ill he was, how busy the hospital was. Where would he be taken? So there was all these factors uh, pulled into play. Now, it, while it might might score a political point to say, "Well, it's ludicrous that." He would have a test in front of thousands of NHS workers who are helping, for, uh, you know, waiting for them. I think we maybe need to sort of see it for see it for what it is. And if the heir to the throne was potentially seriously ill and had infected the Queen, then obviously there's a lot of um, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered straight away.
1: We saw a picture of the Queen yesterday at work um, on the, on the phone, very old fashioned telephone, actually, uh, having a chat with the Prime Minister.
0: Well again, this you know, this is historic photo. I mean I'm you know, sure everyone's seen it by now, but the very fact that the Queen is speaking to Boris Johnson, she's you know, kept this uh, tradition throughout her whole reign. Um each Prime Minister has a weekly address with her, normally face to face. Now, this one, uh, on the phone and, and photographed in and out in a sort of uh, a major crisis point for the world, um, will go down in history. And not only that, it was a way that the palace was able to say, look, the queen is healthy. She's keeping calm, carrying on. And it was just PR gold for the palace where everyone was potentially going to get a bit worried. Maybe a bit more, more would be made out of the, uh, the March 12th meeting between the Queen and Charles. Well, this just put it all to bed and, um, and everyone can see that she, you know, she's, she's well and keeping calm and carrying on as usual.
1: And certainly it sounds likely that she will speak to the nation in some form at some stage. That kind of has been building since we were talking about it a week ago.
0: Yes, definitely. I think the I think the country are probably crying out for it. And even if people don't think they are, you just have to look at the um, amount of people who watched Boris Johnson's televised address. Now, in the UK as has been taking place with world leaders throughout the the world. Um, there's an, uh, normally a press conference every day. Boris Johnson's been doing them at sort of five o'clock. Um, Trump tends to do them sort of mid-morning, early afternoon. However, um, nearly half the country watched that address on Monday, and that's why the rules are being enforced and people are taking them very, very seriously now. And I think when the Queen does speak at such a moment of national importance you know this crisis is still ongoing it's going to go on for quite a while I think this the country will indeed stop and um and listen to that address however the the palaces are quite tentative about it really they they certainly don't want to overshadow anything that the government want to say obviously there's Major issues at play here. There's about to be the the surge um, of of patients coming into the NHS. There's major messages that they need to get across about people staying at home, not necessarily washing your hands, but, but basically keeping inside your house so you don't spread the the infection even more. So I think it's considered that the uh, any. Uh, viewpoint that or message that the Queen was going to relay may have overshadowed what, what the government are doing at the moment, and the when the time is right, undoubtedly we will hear from her.
1: I'm going to make a prediction. Normally she does a Christmas message, so I think we might get an Easter message, particularly because um, her faith is so important to her, and because it is a time when she normally does, you know, very particular things. Is the Maundy Thursday service that she normally takes part in and it, the fa- the family is normally gathered together and it is a time when normally people would be gathered together. To me, that feels like it could be a natural thing if you wanted something that was kind of warm and friendly and reassuring rather than it needing to be a real sort of, oh, you know, that kind of like historic momentous moment which Boris Johnson kind of did on on Monday. That's my prediction. What do you reckon? I think
0: you no I think you're totally right. I think that would be an ideal time to do it. I think when's Easter around sort of uh the it's the 12th of April, isn't it? So you've got this week, then you've got two weeks. The surge is possibly coming into play then. I think the government will and we indeed will know how serious this crisis is and um I think maybe the the country at, at that point in time may need a lift. Now it obviously de- de- depends of how serious it is if it's gone um you know to sort of cataclysmic levels then they may decide not to do it but I think that would be uh, that's a decent outside bet for for now definitely.
1: Um also so you mentioned Boris Johnson's statement on uh, on Monday night which was watched by twenty-seven point one million people in the UK. Um so that's across the sort of the broadcast channels. There were obviously a lot more people watching on social media as well on, you know, Facebook live broadcasts and that kind of thing, including on our various Facebook pages at the mirror. But I'm going to share how many people so in the top UK television watching moments specifically on tv boris johnson comes in at number eight so at nine oh. and ten of the 2012 summer olympics closing ceremony and opening ceremony but boris johnson comes in just behind the wedding of princess anne and mark phillips in 1973
0: wow. i was well, astonished there wasn't a lot going on at the telly in the 1970s i imagine so there was well was it itv wasn't even around and there's certainly no cable so you probably only had a couple of channels how many well how many was that then so
1: 27.6 so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the rest of this list as well everyone loves the list wedding of prince charles to lady diana spencer in 1981 28.4 million
0: 1970
1: fa cup final replay 28.49 Gosh. apollo 13 splashdown 28.6 A documentary about the royal family in 1969, two-parter, thirty point six nine, which that must have been extraordinary as well. I'm I'm thinking that we probably need to dig into what went on in
0: there. Population watching the uh, watching a documentary. Yeah, we should unearth that from the vaults.
1: Well, presumably it would have been one of the first real insights TV footage into 1969.
0: Is this uh, is this isn't the uh, the one that um, Philip commissioned, is it?
1: Oh, let me let me look. Um, so at number two, the funeral of Diana, Princess of Wales, thirty two point one million.
0: And I know number and one.
1: You do know number one. What's number one, World, Russell?
0: World Cup final sixty six. Correct. Yay. Correct. Thirty
1: two point three. Uh, so, well, I love live. a pub quiz, so, you
0: know.
1: You <laughs> oh, the royal family was commissioned by Elizabeth II to celebrate the investiture of her eldest son, Charles, as Prince Charles, of Wales. Yeah. So yeah. we might might do a little bit of digging into that back catalogue and see if we can find some of the people, if they're still around, to oh, have great, a chat yeah. with them. So live live development of future broad podcast ideas and we do have some exciting things coming up actually but one thing that i will mention just now is one that we would like your help with obviously next week is the first of april uh, it's not going to be quite the major leading the headlines thing that it might have been um, earlier in the year before coronavirus hit but harry and megan will be beginning their new lives no, no longer senior members of the royal family or no longer working members. Uh, we would be interested to hear your thoughts about it. I'm going to put a few different questions up on the Instagram stories so you can reply to those and um, we'll read some of our favorites out. Or otherwise, if you want to send us a little voice note on WhatsApp, the phone number that you can send it to is plus four four seven seven six nine two four seven four seven zero. Sorry, it's not more catchy. I have to look it up each time. But it, uh, we would love to hear your thoughts on the kind of the highlights of Harry and Meghan's time, short time as senior working royals together and your hopes for them and their future life. Um, we have seen the royal family a little bit this week doing coronavirus related work, if you like. We had William and Kate visiting some NHS workers last week. Russell, uh, the video that's going round now again of of William sort of having that chat with with people at a reception of joking about being coronavirus super spreaders doesn't look quite so doesn't look quite so clever now after his dad's tested positive. No, but...
0: I mean, well, it doesn't look so clever in the whole current climate. It looks absolutely foolhardy, hasn't it? And it's aged very very badly. Um, I mean, I'm kind of surprised about William doing that. I mean, he's, listen, he's in a situation where he's trying to find some common ground with the, he was speaking to some emergency workers in Ireland and, uh, and he probably was just trying to make a bit light of a of a situation that was developing at the time, and 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 obviously he wasn't necessarily to know how bad it would get. Uh, however, it does look quite clumsy, uh, and considering, yeah, his father's diagnosis, and 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 how, however many people are quite seriously ill with it, it's um it's particularly awful. However, um they are sort of busy in the background. Really, there is the people that I've spoken to at Kensington Palace are. You know, they're caught between a rock and a hard place at the moment because on the one hand, they are sort of the fit and healthy members of the family and the ones that can get out on the front line and do their bit to be supporting uh, NHS workers. Now, they did that at this 111 centre, which is uh, sort of a secondary emergency line for less serious um, cases in the UK that you can phone and get advice and then you might be transferred to a hospital and there are it's, it's manned by frontline workers who are obviously working flat out because so many people are calling them about about coronavirus um now since then we've been put on pretty much a full lockdown and i think that they are very very conscious of of not interfering with that and not being seen to you know for want of a breaching those requests from the government that certainly the government have put everyone on lockdown you're only allowed out uh, once a day for an hour from your um from your house unless you're a key worker so where again when the time is right I mean this is something that is being repeated by all the households at the moment when the time is right we will uh, make a move um but I think I yeah, I just I just feel a bit sorry for them at the moment because they've obviously got to, to to look after the kids look after their own family and um and and they're treading a very fine line but uh, I I do think we will see more of William and Kate in uh, p- potentially in a couple of weeks after after hopefully we've seen the uh, the surge come and go
1: I have to say, I was quite surprised to see them actually go to a place last week when, you know, sending a Skype message or that kind of thing. I know it's not the same, and we're all dealing with the fact that having these communications via virtual means is not the same as sitting in the same room as someone and sharing a smile and having that interaction, but it's safer. And that is why we're doing it. So, you know, even last week, I was a little bit surprised to see them out and about, but I still think there is so much that that the royal family can be doing and i have to say uh sophie wessex and um, props to lady Ru- lady louise with the camera work sharing their homeschooling tips and some good resources that she found i thought that was really adorable this
0: week that was really good as well i think there's uh, we were joking only a couple of weeks ago that we we need a new duchess and is sophie going to step up to the plate. Now, anyone who has worked with Sophie in the past um, always says what a dream she is, how dedicated she is. She's done two major trips with the Foreign Office this year. Um, And she's obviously putting her profile out there a little bit more. Maybe we'll see some more um, of that later on in the year when hopefully we're all um, we're all safe and well and coronavirus is a distant memory. Um, but using the profile, using the Royal Family's um, profile on social media and Instagram and Twitter to highlight the work of her charities. Um, certainly there's an awful lot of children at home Children and parents are going to be anxious about the next few months. Kids not going to school, parents and uh, carers having to homeschool those children, look after them, reassure them in this um, in this sort of tumultuous period. And she was raising the profile of the NSBCC autism. Charity and uh, and Childline as well. So, again, great work by her. Great camera work by uh, Lady Louise. And I would predict that we will see some more of Sophie doing that sort of work as well. She's obviously a, a, um, associated with many many charities. And and the longer this goes on, the more that uh, that sort of platform can be used.
1: And so obviously, the other the thing that just missed our uh, our show last week was Harry. Did share a video message as he shared the news that obviously they were having to cancel the Invictus Games for this year.
0: Well, he looked like he was being held hostage in the corner of a room with his (laughs) fatigue. It was, I mean, a rather unfortunate camera angle. Maybe I've been uh, Daniel's been teaching me camera angles as well for when we're doing Skype. So maybe uh, we'll get Dan to send him a message. But um, I mean, I thought it was quite it's devastating for him because uh, the Invictus Games. Has obviously been cancelled, devastating for the competitors, you know, um, the people of the Netherlands who are obviously looking forward to hosting such an event. Um, but you know, needs must at the moment. I think all you know, when you're seeing the Euros cancelled, the Olympics, um, Wimbledon's in the balance, isn't it? So um, it's it's definitely the right decision to do. The competitors can train. You know, most people will be in isolation at the moment, and I, I think will be reconvening next year. Um, in terms of, you know, Harry and Meghan, listen, they were about to launch themselves into the stratosphere, weren't they? But I think all plans of that will be definitely put on hold for the foreseeable future. They've sort of just, um, you know, they they don't really have a voice at the moment in terms of through, through the Royal Family or through official channels. So they sort of have to just manage by putting their own uh, viewpoints on social media, which is... Um, uh, listen, it all—it won't get much reach um, uh, apart from the people who follow them at the moment because they're just sort of pe- repeating stuff that is already out there. But uh, I'm sure Harry and Meghan will use their stardom to uh, to great effect when um, when the world's back to normal, hopefully.
1: Presumably, though, in terms of timetable, we should still expect a few changes come the middle of next week when they are no longer using the Royal styling. Presumably a change of their Instagram handle and a change to their website?
0: Well, definitely. They, it would launch the great fanfare, the, the whole calligraphy aspect of uh, you know, Sussex Royal. The The branding of it, the website, um, the Instagram page. Now, obviously, that has to be all torn up and um, and, and, and they will start afresh. Uh, there's been loads of things that have been sort of punted. What, they have been sort of Sussex Regal, uh, Sussex Foundation that won't be a foundation. Uh, there's so many things up in the air at the moment. And I think that they were absolutely scrabbling to, to what to do. No doubt the, the advisors in America, because they sort of got rid of all the staff in the UK, there's a sort of skeleton staff that are working uh, from home, essentially, um, in in the UK, uh, trying to work out the, the sort of basis of of the Sussex Foundation that won't be called a foundation, uh, and what and what on earth that means. Um, I don't think they will launch it until we are out of the woods globally with with coronavirus I just don't think it would would sit right with a lot of people there's an awful lot of things going on and listen governments are trying to coordinate um, things that are going to save lives at the moment and I just don't think they would be adding um, to to that conversation they'd probably be taking away from it um, at, at the moment but listen they they're not going to go um away anytime soon and I, I think people will be welcoming welcoming them back when when they do appear on the world stage again
1: i did wonder whether their uh, their choice of mother's day post on day was kind of a, a sign of things to come we talked last week you know looking forward to mother's day maybe there'll be a new pictures to enjoy in the in the midst of the sort of the misery of all of the coronavirus news and William and Kate definitely delivered on that front. We'll talk about that in a sec. But I I just thought that the decision to share, uh, it was a a very sort of simple, it was, you know, it was moving and it was, Nice and and loving and you know all the different ways that you can talk about your mum and 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 that kind of thing. But there was no picture of Archie, and I won, and no picture of Megan. It was they they had stepped back from presenting themselves as as the leading element. And I did just wonder whether maybe after the kind of uh, criticism or kickback a little bit that they got over, including Archie, that adorable picture of Archie in Canada in their end of year video while at the same time talking about privacy and needing to separate their lives and things i did just wonder whether it means actually archie we're not we're just not really going to see him at all
0: uh you want to hear my my two pennies worth on that always Russell. (laughs) Um, I think it's really, really simple. It's got nothing to do with that. I think it's because if she put a picture up of her mum or herself and Archie on Mother's Day, then she'd probably have to do similar with when it's Father's Day. And that would be made a massive deal out of if she paid tribute to her own mother on Mother's Day, rather than all mothers, that she would probably uh, be criticised either way from doing it with her father or not with her father on Father's Day. So, I think they've just had a very very clear cut message by doing that. That they that w- when it comes to Father's Day, you won't. You'll probably see a repetition, a very sort of bland um, photograph, or, or sorry, the, the the sort of bland message with what did it say? Mum, mom, mummy, you know, gran, or something like that. Um, and then it just sort of cuts, cuts all that out, doesn't it? There's no controversy. It was a sweet message and they don't, and they don't need to do it. However, you might see um, Harry make a separate post to his father, to his grandfather. I'm not too sure. We'll have to wait and see. But um, that's my take on the situation.
1: Oh, I'm not sure I agree with you on that one. I think they can. Think I think I'm, they can get away with it. Yeah, I think you're reading too much into it. Maybe I'm reading uh, too much well, into I, it as I, well. No,
0: I think there would have been a lot made. to so say, let's, let's say Megan posted a picture of her and her mum, and then on Father's Day she doesn't. Everyone would go crazy and say, "Oh, you know, the feud is continuing. She's still not speaking to her father." And I think it just sort of allows them to just scratch that for you know that worry for another yeah. year.
1: But isn't it I'm also... not sure who's the
0: pessimist here. <laughs> maybe, it, maybe it's you for once.
1: Well, no, I just think actually, yes, it's about, it's about the adults celebrating their parents. Yes, clearly that is part of it, but it is also they are now parents themselves and when your child is a baby actually it's the dad's job to make sure the mum knows that she is appreciated and and is organizing the breakfast in bed and all that kind of stuff so any dad's listening and you're not quite sure then that I think is I think that is what you're meant to do I think that's what my dad did with us when we were little to kind of you know make sure we'd got the card and got the gift and and all of that kind of thing and it yeah I think it it was it was the lack it was the lack of Archie that I noticed rather that rather than a lack of a picture of her own her own mother but maybe we're just coming at it from different angles and that is why I love chatting with you Russell we don't agree on everything but it is it is always like that so um yes William and Kate's pictures are tremendous I just thought they were really really fun and cheery and human and the piggyback picture it was it was quite funny in the kind of uh, soft focus somehow and like the light through her hair and all of this is there so probably not like most people's pictures of piggybacking which are probably quite like blurred but you could see how much fun they were having which I just thought was really special and then the different pictures
0: and obviously the picture of Kate and her mum you know I think that we've never seen that photo before
1: her mum was a knockout. Let's just say that, that right now. She
0: absolutely, is. I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> it because she's absolutely <laughs> stunning. Um, I mean, yeah, what, and what a great photo! What do they call fringes? Bangs. Bangs. Is that bang? bangs. bangs? Yeah, is, really, that, is that it? Yeah, that I, saw it. I saw a lot of people commenting on uh, on Carol's on Carol's fringe. But yeah, what a cool photo! And then George's card. That's, yes. you know, he's obviously very talented for a six-year-old <laughs> boy making up something like
1: that. I know, I think that's doable with some guidance and some bits yeah. to stick. I think that's, you know. I, mean, I would very, s-
0: very good. He's probably better than mine. I, I could even manage, to be honest. <laughs> <useless art. laughs>
1: I mean, well, if we Well, if we're locked in for a really long time, Russell, we'll have to do art with Russell. For, yeah, well, uh, my for... wife
0: is doing a thousand-piece jigsaw at the moment, and she's absolutely motoring through it, and it's just making my head spin just looking at it. So uh, I- I'll have to find a new. Maybe I will take up art. You never know.
1: Well, well, that would that would be something. Uh, what what does the next few days hold for you? Do you have any predictions, or are you just just no, keeping I an think... eye on what's happening?
0: Keeping a very beady eye on everything. I don't. I do not think we are going to hear from the Queen or Charles anytime soon. Obviously, we won't hear from Charles um, unless it's sort of a a, a message uh, written message posted. Now, in the UK tonight, on Thursday night, they are doing sort of an applause. They're imploring. You know, we've been really behind it. There's a campaign to get everybody outside their front doors at eight o'clock in the evening and doing a round of applause. To show us appreciation, to show our appreciation for our uh, national health workers. Now, obviously, we have asked the question whether um, any of the Royal Family will be taking part in this. Uh, Unfortunately, I think we would be really, even if they did, I think we'd be really, really lucky to uh, see any photos of it, because obviously, most of them are in isolation, um, apart from William and Kate, uh, and, and obviously. Uh, the, the logistics of trying to get a photo, I, I just don't think we'll, we'll see it. Um, Lady Louise can sort it. It's fine. <laughs> get get her going quick. She can set up a little business going. We'd all buy the she, pictures.
1: She can do it. Sophie, it'll be fine. When I think more of a problem is if you if you stand and clap in the middle of Balmoral Estate, I don't think anybody at the end of the drive is going to hear you.
0: <laughs> yes, this is it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I don't know what we're going to hear here at the moment. I think, overall the, the the royals really are in tune with the government on this and we need to try and see how this peak um comes and hopefully goes and then potentially in a couple of weeks time we may see more um of them certainly it goes without saying when the when the restrictions on movement are relaxed then i, I have no doubt that we'll see a lot more of them um in in person hopefully
1: well, I think I think that's about enough of our our chatter for this week. Russell, it's it's always so much fun. It's I think I find it particularly valuable at the moment when as much as I love my husband and spending every waking hour and every sleeping hour with him, then uh it is nice to speak to some other people sometimes. I know. Sometimes.
0: Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> thank well, you. The,
0: the the feeling is mutual, the feeling is
1: mutual. <laughs> And thank you to all of our listeners who sent messages, who seem to really appreciate the efforts that Dan had gone to to set up his studio in his spare room, which he's refined a little bit this week, and uh, for us to continue recording. Like I said, we have got some really cool shows coming up, hopefully, and do have a listen to the Irish one. That is a corona-free zone, almost entirely, pretty much entirely, 99.999%. I think there's one vague mention of sickness or something. But it is a great show. It was so much fun to catch up with one of my old colleagues, Julie Beattie, who I used to work with in Belfast, and also to hear from Richard Palmer, who was in Ireland with William and Kate. So do catch up with that show as well. And we have some other exciting things coming soon which I will hopefully be able to tell you a little bit more about next week because I think we might need some of your questions. But in the meantime, you can keep up with us on Twitter at Pod Save and Instagram at Pod Save. There's also a Royal Family newsletter that you can sign up for on the Mirror website on any of our royal stories. And look up for the uh, Royal Family Updates Facebook group as well. If you just need to get into places and follow the royal news and chat with people who are interested in the royals like you are. But the main thing we have to say to everybody is please do stay safe and well wherever you are. We know it's a difficult time but we hope that this has given you a little bit of an escape and some different company for a little while. And until next time...
0: All save the queen.